is Gemarni Yavama's Daf Nun Hey, and as we begin a new month, I'd like to dedicate one last day as a tremendous Chos Ilan Neshama of Chaim Mordechai Ben Naftali Tzvi, whose yard say was last month on Chavzai Nisan. The only Shirim for the second half of the month were dedicated Lilan Neshmasai and Baruch Hashem. So many Daf Gemara, so many Jews learning together. Should bring Chaim Mordechai Ben Naftali Tzvi and higher higher in place in Ganid and Shalmaylo, as well as learning Shmiyas Chos Shiduch with Zochaim Devar Tamzibas Veroch Hashem Lemizavah Vikmetalish and Chayav Bloom Yudas Basim Amalka, as well as Chos for Hashem Shal Yosef and Yifredish Mo Bantilim Vital Zimah Glasses Lachom Bas Yivas Ar Bloom Bas Mindel Chayim Moshe Yishu Ben Malka B'Shavigim Shirchano. And we're in the middle of a long and a lengthy discussion. We a little bit ran out of time yesterday. And we're in the middle of discussing the passing of Ervas Achois Avichaloi Sigalei, Ervas Achois Imechaloi Sigalei, in which we learned out from here that one's father, sister, Bein Minav, Bein Minai, maternal or paternal, are both forbidden. And because the Pasig was used as a drasha, we as well extended the Pasig to teach us a din about one who is together with an animal, one who does Ha'ara, the beginning of Tashmish with an animal, that that is forbidden as well. And even though one having relations with an animal is the highest level is Chayin Misas Bezdin. And one that is together with the um, the Achais Av and Achais Im, the father and the mother, sister is only, not only, but is Krisos, is a lower level. So why are we learning out Chayin Misas Bezdin for Chayin Krisos? The answer that we concluded with is because the Pasuk of Erbos Achais Imecha, Erbos Avicha, is all Lidrasha. It's all coming to teach us the Chiddush, and therefore we can as well apply the, the limud of one being with an animal that are is forbidden as well. But now ask the Gemara, Lama li about uh, 12 lines from the bottom, the first one line is Lamechtava. Ask the Gemara, why did the Torah have to write the sister of the father, the sister of the mother. Why did the Torah have to write that the maternal sister is Aser with regard to the father's sister? As we concluded yesterday, if you look two lines up, we said, So ask the Gemara, why do we need two drashis? Two psukim. I would have thought, I would have thought that what's the reason? Because there is a chayis. There is a relationship with regard to the nachala. Because it comes to the father. But when it comes to the mother, who has nothing to do with the ancestral relationship, maybe it's not included. Because Rahman I would have thought shkin vadais. A relationship through a mother is always a more practical, more chamertika relationship. What does that mean? What that means is we always can know with absolute certainty whose one's mother is. Why? Because she gave birth to this child. But we cannot ever know with absolute certainty who the father is. For all we know, she slept with someone else. So because Achoy's aim as a Chomrashkin Vadois is absolute, it's 100%. That's the reason why we had to write both cases. So says the Gemara, that really concluded off yesterday's discussion. But within the discussion yesterday, we brought up a different din. The din of Daidasai. The din of Daidasai, the father's brother's wife, asks the Gemara, Vidaidasai, ten lines on the bottom, first one line is Dipshita. Dipshita lay Latana, Dibiminaav, Loy Minaim. The Tana yesterday said, Daidasai is what? Minaav, Loy Minaim. It was Pashit. It was simple for the Tana that this din of father's brother's wife is only through the father and not. Through the mother. Minali, where do you get that from? Amarava, I see, doi, 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 doi. It's exerus like Shava. 
And it sells elsewhere. It says elsewhere. You have to redeem. This is referring to redeeming a yid that sold himself as an eved. Just like over there, when it talks about redeeming a yid who sold himself as a eved to a non-Jew, it's only referring to one father's paternal brother, not maternal. Says the Gemara, the obvious kasha of Minalan. And how do we know the din over there? The din by Eved, how do we know that's only paternally and not maternally? From his Mishpacha, family, you should redeem him. Mishpacha's Avkari, Mishpacha, Mishpacha's Aim, Inaikari, Mishpacha. And that is the end of part number two. And now we go into a completely new din. Once we're on the topic, of siblings through the mother, we bring up a Mishnah. Ask the Gemara, and this is a Mishnah that we're going to get to, on Sadivav, They tell a man, your wife died. So what does he think? So he goes, and he marries a sister. Now, it's a little bit of a confusing case. Let's at least get the words. He goes and he marries a a paternal sister. Misa. Then they tell her, by the way, your wife died again. Now he goes and marries her maternal sister. Mesa, the third wife died. He goes and marries a paternal sister. Mesa, and then he goes and marries a maternal sister. So he went, what was the case over here? He went paternal, maternal, paternal, maternal sisters. Five different uh, wives over here. What's the halacha? Mutter. And then, what, what, what's mother? Then what happens is, they come along and they say, by the way, we made a dreadful mistake. And Lamaisa, all these women are alive. So, at some level, he married five women, all sisters, at some level sisters, and they're all alive, which of course you cannot do. So says the Gemara, what is he allowed to be with? Mutter, Berishayna, Ubishlishis, Ubechamishis. He's allowed to be together with the first, the third and the fifth wife. Now, what is the reason that he could be with them? Because once he's married to A, the first wife, and they tell her she's dead, but she's alive. When he goes and he marries B, eh, that marriage is nothing. Why is that marriage nothing? Because one is not allowed to marry his wife's sister. Now, when he goes and he marries C, that marriage is, yes, a good marriage. Why is that marriage, yes, a good marriage? Because C is unrelated to A. And then he goes and marries D. That marriage is no good because D is related to C. Then when he goes to marry E, that marriage is yes good because D is E is unrelated to D. So he is currently married to one, three, and five. Three women who are unrelated to each other. The reason why they are unrelated to each other is because they're all paternal but not maternal sisters. And therefore he's married to all of them. And Allah is not only as he married to them, he exempts their co-wives. And he's forbidden to two and four. And if he dies, then what? Then the fact that he's with the Yavam does not exempt the co-wife. So one, three, and five. Let's say the case changed and the first wife really died. And then he was together with the second wife, thereby the second marriage being a good marriage. So everything switches. 
So now he's not married to three and five. He's only going to be married to two and four. Says the Gemara, as we turn over to Nanayam and Aleph, it's running a little bit late. What do we see? We see that maternal, maternal sister is forbidden, whether it comes from the father or the mother. So now says the Gemara, okay, you told me a case. But where do we know this din from? Yalav Me'achaisa, and this is going to be a little bit repetitive of the Joshes we had yesterday, because these are going to be the sources. So Yalav Me'achaisa, we learn now from one's own sister. Ma'achaisa, just like one's own sister, whether it's a maternal or paternal sister is forbidden. Ask him, wait, we know this own called Deidasai, the father's brother's wife, who's only Aser, not from the father and the mother. So ask the Gemara, why don't we learn now from the Dasai? Ma the Dasai mina avaloi minaim. Avka mina avaloi minaim. Says the Gemara, Mistavra mechaisi avaloi minaim. It's more logical to equate to the sister. Shkain kurevi atzmai. Mikrevi atzmai. We rather learn out sisters are kurevi atzmai. And therefore, similarly, achais other than imai. Whereas the Dasai is not your own relative. Ask the Gemara, no. It's more logical to equate it to Daidasai. Why? Daidasai is Kedushin related. Daidasai came through a marriage. So to this case came through a marriage. Says You're right, new Limut. We'll learn it out from one owns a brother's wife. Not Daidasai, the father's brother's wife. Meishas Ach, his own brother's wife. That is both my it's Kedushin related because it's the brother's wife and Karabat's way that it's his brother and one's brother's wife is forbidden both maternally and paternally so too will learn that to his own to the to the wife's sister Veishas Ach Gufa Minolan says where do you know that did from where do you know the din of Eishas Ach Titania we learn it from Ebraisa the Raisa says, 10 lines down, first one is Erebus. Erebus, Isha's Achicha, Loi Sigalai, says the Raisa, you should not uncover the Ereba of the wife of your brother. Bein minav, bein minayim. Atar, bein minav, bein minayim, bein minav, bein minav, bein minayim. Bidinu. Chayim, kam, chayim, chayim, this is obligated, and the sister is obligated. Ma chayim, bein minav, bein minayim, av, kam, bein minav, bein minayim. Or maybe not. Or klach, l'derek. We don't know. We're trying to figure it out. Zu chayim, kam, chayim, bidai, dasai. Ma dai, dasai, bein minav, bein minayim, av, kam, minav, loi minayim. Nir, lami, daima, where do we compare it to? Dani, kreviyatza, mi kreviyatza, dai, or maybe not, says the Gemara. So that that comes both from the father and from the mother. But says the Gemara, how do you know? How do you know? Maybe Erebus Achicha, he, maybe the Apostolic. He's only Beishas Ach Minav. Says him, "Archado di Shlabanim b'Chayi Bailo, b'Chad the Dilabanim b'Chayi Bailo." Maybe we need both Sukkim to teach us the same din. Again, the father, the brother's wife, one teaching us when there's when there are children, and one teaching us when there's no children. Ain loy banim b'Chayi Bailo. Midirab Huna Nafka says no in a case where there is no children, the Chayi Baila and she's and the husband's still alive, we know already know that's forbidden from where? From Rav Huna. Rav Huna already taught us that in 
And that is forbidden. And that is something that we learned out yesterday on Nundalim Advice. And that was learned out from the fact that it calls her Anita. Ask the Gemara, Maybe they're both talking about paternally. Explains the Gemara. Why? If we know this already. When the Torah told us, says the Torah, when there's no children, then you're allowed to do Yibam. What's the obvious implication? It's forbidden. Says the Gemara, wait. This should sound familiar. We had this exact given change yesterday in Ahmed Beis. Perhaps when there's no children, you're forbidden. And Vishariya Liyavam, but Yeshlabanim Shariya Lama, excuse me, not the exact, not the exact change, very similar. But Yeshlabanim Shariya Lama, Vishariya Liyavam. Maybe if there's children, you're mother to both. Choose either go marry the Yavam or marry the world. Inami, or perhaps, Ein Labanim is a mitzvah. Yeshlabanim is a shas. Inami, Ein Labanim, Ein Labanim, in Yeshlabanim Loi. Falava Bachala say, I say, Kasav Krachin, Erezachicha, Gilav. And therefore, that's why we need the Apostle to say that the brother's wife is when there are children going to be forbidden. And therefore, the Apostle is going to be extra to teach us that the wife of the maternal brother is forbidden as well. So says the Gemara, why are, is everyone not equal with regard to Yibam? Why do we say that the wife of one's maternal brother is the same as the wife of one's paternal brother with regard to Yibam? That what? We know that the wife of your paternal brother after the husband dies, that's called Yibam. So fundamental shayla in all of Yibam. Ask the Gemara. Maybe Ishes Achminaim should also have a din of Yibam. Not like we learned from the beginning of Mesechda that Ishes Ach is only mutter be Yibam in Av. Amakra, he Yasai Tehei says the Pasaki that means she should remain that when it's a Ishes Achminaim, she remains forbidden even after husband dies without children. Says the Gemara, Now we're going back. Now we're going back to all the dinam of Krisos, all the dinam of Arayis. Yesterday we learned out that Rav Yena taught us, teaches us that all Arayis are under one umbrella. So ask the Gemara, Why did the Torah have to write that there's Kareis by Achaisai? Says the Gemara, Lichter Rav Yechonon teaches a different din. The Amar Rav Yechonon about eight lines into the white lines of the Nehayim and Aleph. Shemason kulam belam achas taiva kol achas vachas. A different din. If someone sleeps with multiple of his arayis behelam echad with one act of forgetting, so usually we would think so it's one iser. No, says Rav Yechonon. The Torah splits up each of the arayis. Very similar to what we learned in Mesech Shabbos that each Torah splits up each of the malachis to teach us that Yechayev in each and every one of iser daraisa and achatz. Ask the Gemara, Rav Yisak, Damar Chayv Kol Damar Kol Chayv Ekrises Bechlal Ayu Vlami Yatsa Kares Vachaisa Dana Bekares Vlal Lamalkus. Rizik says, No, you know what the Torah speaks out. Kreases by your sister to teach us a different din to teach us that there's Kreases and not Malkus. Lechalik Menol and Rizik Rav Yitzchak know that there's a separate Isra for each and every Avera. Nafkalei Mevel Isha Benita Tamasa Lechayv Akol Isha Bi Isha. 
And that's where Rabbi Yitzchak learns it out from. So says the Gemara, okay, what about Deidasai? Why does the Torah have to write by Daidasai, by father, brother's wife, that are you? Which means that they should die childless, which means what? Krisos, what is Karis? Karis is Rahmanulit's son, one's children's are nifter. So why does the Torah have to say Krisos by Daidasai, by the father's brother's wife? Explains the Gemara, you know, why Lich the Rabba? The Rabba Rami, Rabba asked the following contradiction. It says he should die childless. The children will die. One in the past and one in the future. So asks Rabba, what are these two psukim teaching us? If he has children, he's going to bury the children. He's not going to have children in the future. Why? He will die childless. You would think any children he has until this chat, until this avira, in which he's chayiv krisus, they will die. But from the avira and further afterwards, I would think those children will not die. Why? Your children will die. Because the children you had not. That's the reason why the Torah has to write these two psalms of Rim, you and Rim, with regard to Kharisis. Says the Gemara, okay, after a whole long and lengthy discussion, what are we ending off with? This goes all the way back to yesterday that Ha'ara, the beginning of Tashmish is Asr by all Harais. All Harais, how do we know? Rav Yaina. Call Ataiva. And then we sort of got sidetracked almost for the last uh, basic blot on the bees of yesterday and Amun Alpha of today, dealing with all the different arise permutations, etc. But now says the Gemara, four lines from the bottom of Nunheim and Aleph. Where do we know Chaivi Lavin? Not Chaivi Krisus. Where do we know if someone does Ha'ara at the beginning of Tashmish, the Achnasa Zaiver? Where do we know that's forbidden even by Chaivi Lavin? Explains the Gemara and the Galira Achmana Shechva Zera Gabi Shivcha Charufa. The Torah says Shechva Zera. The Torah says if there's a relationship of seed, if there's an actual Zera that is inserted into the woman by Shivcha Charufa, by a maidservant, a maidservant which is marrying an Evid Ivri, Mechlal Bechayve Lavin Be'ara. From there we learn out. That other chayvei lavin, just like a shivcha charufa is iser of a lav, is also forbidden with ara. Says Gemara one second. Other rabba, medikol rachman ara bechayvei krisos mechlad chayvei lam migmar We learned that yesterday, Rabbi Yoyna kol ateivos all krisos are forbidden with what? Even the beginning of tashmish that would seem to imply that chayvei lavin is what only a complete bia. Amar Ravashi, two lines on the bottom. And Kain Lishte Karam Yishiv Chacharufa. So then the pasuk should have been quiet. Why did the Torah say Shichva Zera by Shichva Charufa? Must be to teach us that only over there, then and to teach us all Chayve Lavin. So explains the Gemara. Aro the Chayve Lavin the Kohuna Minalin. Where do we know? Where do we know that, and by Shivcha Harufa, that's when you need to have a full Tashmish, a Shikh Zera, that's when it has to have an insertion of the seed, but all the other Chayvei Lavin, it's even the Tachilas of Tashmish. It says the Gemara by Chayvei Lavin, Dikohuna, how do we know even Ha'ara is forbidden on the last line, Asi Kicha, Kicha, the Chayvei Asei Minayin, Minayin, where do we know that Ha'ara is even forbidden on Chayvei Asei, as we turn over to Nunheya Mebis, Asya Bia, Bia, we learn now from the Gzair Shava of, 
Bia, Bia, from these Psukim in Dvarim. Yevamal Ashok Minalan. How do we know that if a Yevamal doesn't marry the Yavam, goes and marries someone else, and does only Hara, the beginning of Tashmish, how do you know that's as well forbidden? What is the Isser, whether it's an, uh, um, excuse me, it's a Kasha. Ask the Gemara, what's your question? It's a Machlekes, whether it's a Lav or an Asay, but it's definitely forbidden. So ask the Gemara, no, no, that wasn't my question. Where do we know that if the Yavam and the Yavam does only Hara, it consummates the marriage? And this goes back, if you remember yesterday, we said, we said, Hara is also by Kol, by all Arayis, we learn from Kol, and I actually said, we said, oh, and we also learn out that the Yavam is consummated, and I said, no, wait, let's hold that. That's the second part, and that's here today. That's here in Nenehem, and Be'ez, a lot later, we finally get to this detail where do we see the Yavam to Yavama? If they only do Ha'ara, the beginning of a Tashmish, where we know that it's still a call the Bia, that it, it completes the marriage. Explains the Gemara, Asya Bia Bia. We learn now from the Gzira Shava. Where do we know that if a man and a wife have the Tchilas Tashmish, they're considered husband and wife if it completes the marriage. Asya Kicha Kicha. So says the Gemara. Once we finished explaining that all types of Tashmish are considered complete with Tchilas Bia, says the Gemara, says Rava, there are three times in the Torah. The Torah three times says that Hara is not enough. And what do you need to have a Shikva Zara, a complete Tashmish? Says Rava, why? What are the three times? V'Shikva Kharufa. So why in these three instances are we more makel, we'll call it if you're thinking, because it's more makel because you need to require to have a complete act of Tashmish to make it awesome. Why? Says the Gemara, says Rava, let's explain six lines down. The We already explained that. Because it's Chayvei Lavin. Ish comes to teach us that if one has Tashmish with an Eber mace, without an erection, he will not be liable. Says Zimara, one second. That's true. But there is a Mandamar that holds that even if they have Tashmish without an Eber, without an erection, it's still obligated. Says Zimara, no. It means if one has relations with a woman after she is dead, a married woman that dies, he has relations with the corpse, that is excluded. Even after she dies, she's still considered by the Taira Sheira, his relative. So I would think that if he goes and he sleeps with her after he dies, he's obligated as an Ish's Ish. Kamash Malon says the Taira, no. The only time is an Isser by the Isha's Ish if it's a Sheikh Bazara and not if he's with this dead body. And finally, the Saita Lamali, the third case of Saita, why do we need this Torah to say Sheikh Bazara? Sheikh Bazara Prala Davar Acher. Come say, exclude Davar Acher. My Davar Acher. Amrav Sheshis the Prala Shaykina La Shalaika Darka. It comes to exclude when the card to Saita. If someone warns his wife, don't be with this man, but don't be with him in what manner? With a Bia Shalai Kedarka, an unnatural type of Bia, Bia from behind. That type of Kina, that type of warning is not considered a warning that could create a Saita. 
But Amalei Rava, Rava says, I don't understand what's the Hava Mina. The Torah says, Mishkaveisha, which means any form of sleeping together, whether it's Kedarka or Shaloi Kedarka. So why wouldn't you make a Saita? Elamar Rava, you're right. He says, don't be together with bodily contact. Not that they're actually going to have relations, but rather it means that they're going to have quote-unquote relations, whatever that means. He's going to be rubbing himself against her. Says Abai, I don't understand. Did the Taira say that Pritzus is Aser? Of course it doesn't make a sight. The whole dinam of Saita. It's still Asr, just doesn't make you a Saita. Saita is a very unique case, Kinan, Stira, warning, seclusion, and it's only if it's a real Maisav era. So true, this is a terrible thing they're doing, it's Pritzos. But it doesn't make a Saita, what's your Habamina, says Abaya. Elam Abaya, you know what, it, the fact that Torah wrote, Sheikh Vazera, by Saita comes to exclude, Pralajakinala Binishika. Now we're going to get to the question which we mentioned yesterday, what is Ha'ara? Says Abaya, you know what it comes to exclude? We exclude in Nishika. Nishika literally means kissing, but here it refers to Nishika, meaning the Aver contacting the wife. Does it not going in seemingly at all to her? And not the wife, excuse me, this woman, but rather just a touching between the man and the woman. Says the Gemara. This now opens up the Pandora's box, the fundamental Shaila of what is Ha'ara. According to the Mandamar, what is Ha'ara like? We've been explaining that there is an insertion of the Ever at some bit, then it makes sense. The by Saita comes to exclude even Ishika. Zunishika. There is a Mandamar that says, What is Ha'ara? What is Ha'ara is Nishika. Is just a touching of the Ever to the woman. So, Michael and Mamer, what are you going to say? Really, the case is that he warned her not to be bepritzos, not to rub up against her. So we Abaya asked, "What's the havamina?" Of course, that's not forbidden. but we still need a pasuk. We would have thought that there's a a fundamental idea of saita that painted the bal tali rachmana. Maybe saita has nothing to do with tashmish. Maybe saita is whatever the husband determines. He is makvid on. And if he warns her, don't be derech with this man. Don't rub up against him. Even though you're right, it's not a maista tashmish. It's only priestess. But we never have a mina that would create a saita. Vaka kapid kamash malan. That that does not create a saita. And that is the end of the three times that the Torah says shichva zera by shifcha harufa. By Saita and by Ishesish and Rava explaining each one who coming to um, exclude. And we conclude today's year with Omar Shmuel says Shmuel. We're about 15 lines to the bottom. The first line is Vakaka. Says Shmuel. Ha'ara Zunashika. As we explained a moment ago, a fundamental machlaik is what is Ha'ara? Says Shmuel, you know what Ha'ara is? Tachilas Tashmish. Excuse me, <laughs> that didn't say anything. What is Ha'ara Nishika? Kissing of the Ever, the Ever touching the woman by Samakam. And explains Shmuel, Mashallah Adam Shemineh at Spoy Al Pif. It's an example is a man who puts his finger on a mouth. It's impossible that it doesn't push the flesh a little bit. And that pushing of the flesh, Shmuel considers penetration. Shmuel agrees that the Aver has to go in a bit. But says Shmuel, when you put your finger on your mouth, it goes in that teeny little bit. That teeny little bit, which we're calling Nishika, just a touching, that teeny little bit, says Shmuel, is enough to be called Ha'ara. 
says that's called a that's called a complete tashmish that's called a complete tashmish is what just entering in the atara in the case of Shivcha Harufa, she's designated this uh, Shivcha to this Evid Evri, and one sleeps with her in Chayv Albiyas Hameiruk, one is only Chayv if there's Meiruk, if there is ejaculation, if there is Zera uh, that went into her. My love, Meiruk Gid, does not refer to Meiruk when the, the seed comes out. Of the gid of the man, and therefore says the Gemara, Hachnasas atara is not enough. Putting the ever in a dot is not enough. You have to actually have a real shechva zera. You have to have zera that goes into her. Explains Gemara law mirak atara. It means that the atara goes in, and from there, of course, comes the seed, and that itself is enough. Kiyasa rabimiyam rabiyechlan haara zu achnasas atara. That's haara. Amr leiv arabrachana. What do you mean? Rav Rechana did not say this. He said that it's a complete dashmish. Amr Ihu Shakri, Ana Shakri. One of us is lying. He has a Rabin. When Rav came out, Rav Yechon, Ara Zuachnas Atara. Adi Rabo, excuse me, Zuachnas Atara. Adi Rabo Barav Chana, Vade Polik, Adi Shmuel, Min Lema Polik, Loi, Minishika, Vadachnas Atara, Ha'ara Karila. There's a middle level. From the Sheikah until Achnas Atara, that's going to be Ara. And Kiyasa, Rav Shmuel, Bar Yudam, Rav Yudam, Ara, Zuachnas Atara, Gemar Bia, Gemar Bia, Mamesh. And we'll pick up tomorrow, we'll read these last few lines again. And then, in quantifying exactly what is the Nishika, what is Achnas Atara, what is the Gemar Bia. And we'll pick it up from here in the next year. Visiata Dishmaya.